Hello there and welcome to episode 7 of 8-Bit News, in proud association with our partner, NRG Marketing. Hello guys. Hello. Yeah, they let us do another... They keep letting us do these, why? I don't know. Why do they keep letting us do I'm these? I'm Well, anyway, welcome to episode 7 of 8-Bit News. <laughs> yeah, uh, again, we're still doing this. Um, and today it's Ben again. Hello. Say hello, Ben. Hello. Uh, <laughs> like the third time today. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it's Ben today. Uh, we don't actually know if Tommy's going to be coming back or if or when he's going to be coming back <laughs> at all, which, you know, it makes us sad. I know people like Tommy, but we have <laughs> oh, Ben. thanks. We have, we have, yeah. <laughs> people like Tommy, Ben. <laughs> he stole his place. How could you? Yeah, but we've got we've got Ben now, so you, I guess you'll just have to get used to him. Uh, I know it's not an ideal swap, but you'll just have to deal with it for now. Um, so, yeah. So let's should we just get straight into this? Yeah. Should we do go. a roundup first, or do you just want to go straight in? With let's the just go straight into the first oh, one because I'm gonna, quite we're going to dive in quite passionate the, with this to the, first to the one. Pool of, to the pool of gaming news, <laughs> and we'll take a little swim around and see what we can find. Uh, well, we're going to start with a very sad story. Uh, Lionhead Studios. Uh, you might not know them by name, but they're the guys who made Fable and nothing else. Literally nothing <laughs> else. Other oh no, black and white. Yeah, the, I don't know what that is. The but... RPG that nobody played. Oh. Um, which actually was pretty good, um, but nobody else played it. Uh, run by Peter Molyneux, the guy who hypes up every game beyond compare. And then he's, cancels he's the, them all. Yeah, he's the best hype developer yeah. ever. Um, but yeah, Lionhead Studios have been shut down by Microsoft. Actually, well, technically they're still open, but they're in talks to be shut down. Yeah, and they've, they've definitely cancelled the new Fable. Yeah, Fable Legends, which is all over Microsoft's <laughs> promotional stuff for the Xbox One. Yeah. Has been cancelled, <laughs> which is amazing because Microsoft just seem to be ballsing things up at the moment with Halo 5 being a hot steaming pile of mess other than the online mode, which is actually okay. Yeah. Um, and now this and the Kinect also being awful and Rare still being awful. Um, it You know, Microsoft aren't really doing much right at the moment. It's quite disappointing to yeah. be honest. Yeah. I bought an Xbox One. I, I put my faith in Microsoft and I bend it as well. Oh, we're, yeah. we're both a little bit disappointed in you, Microsoft. Yeah. Why are you doing this to us? <laughs> Why are you doing this? Um, but yeah, so as it says here, the talks m- mean that more than likely the studio is going to be shut down. But just last week, Phil Spencer, the guy who's the head of Xbox now, he was asked how Fable Legends was going, and he said that he thought there were a lot of directions they could go with the world and the franchise. Um, and now that world and franchise is not going to be part of Microsoft anymore because Lionhead Studios, I believe... Are the only studio they're the only studio that have made anything for it and yeah. literally since they've been bought by Microsoft that's the only thing they've been doing they've only been allowed to work on Fable it's, games yeah it, it, I mean it's quite disappointing I was thinking about it recently and when I think like Fable games are one of my like Fable's probably one of my favourite franchises but I mean it's been a bit downhill like Fable 2 was really good Fable 2 was really good until the end and since then Fable if you'd have swapped Fable 2's ending with Fable 3's ending you've got a perfect game in Fable 2 yeah and then a crappy game in Fable 3 well boss fight I didn't like the story I didn't mind the story but like yeah and Fable Anniversary again wasn't amazing wasn't great I I played Fable 1 when it first came out and for it's time it was good yeah but but, it. Yeah, it's it's sad. Uh, it's they are one of the largest gaming studios in England, Lionhead, because it's based in the UK, mm. um, and it's one of the it's one of and I don't know if it is the largest. I I was going to research this and I just didn't. Um, but <laughs> it's one of, if not the largest gaming studio in the UK. 
um, and it's now just been closed. Um, but there's another studio that's been closed by Microsoft, uh, which is Press Play Studios in Denmark. Uh, I have no idea what they made. I didn't no, really look into that side of it. But we were more focusing on the fact that, holy crap, Lionhead Studios have been closed. We're not going to like, get another fable. No, no other fables, unless they put someone else on it, and then it yeah. won't feel the same because the hype machine of Peter Molyneux won't be behind it. Which yeah. is sad. But now, I mean, I guess Lionhead Studios would be free to make new stuff. Like, you could have a new Lionhead. Like, that could be their name. New Lionhead Studios. Yeah, I mean, if they go... I kind of like the old... Um, like, a comparison to the old Rare employees who left after it was bought out by Microsoft yeah. and are now making Kickstarter games. Yeah. But I don't see anything like that happening. No, I don't... Lionhead. I, I don't think Microsoft would allow it. Okay. I feel like with Rare, it was always quite relaxed. But with Microsoft, it's always quite stringent. and mm-hmm. You have to keep things to deadlines. So I feel like... If they let them go, they wouldn't even allow them to. They're, if they're they're disbanding the thing, but I think they might keep them on as yeah. staff. I They'd mean, be fools not to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The story writers can go because the <laughs> the story for Fable has never been fantastically strong. There's yeah. been like a few funny quests, yeah. but like the main story, like especially with the ending of Fable Two and the entire story of Fable Three, was just weak. Yeah, I just didn't. Enjoy no, it, it wasn't. It wasn't great. But yeah, I mean, the fact that Fable Legends has been cancelled is a real shock because again it was really prominent in the marketing like it features in the whole best lineup in game in xbox history adverts and yeah. stuff which is it's kind of depressing that we're not seeing it because it actually sounded really awesome it did sound like a cool. four four player co-op with one other player playing as like the villain in like quotes yeah and it, it looked really good like it was something that you haven't seen before it, like it was sort of like evolved but something people actually wanted to play um <laughs> Which which would have looked really awesome. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, they're probably going to be shut down, which is a very sad thing. So yeah, uh, we say a little prayer for you, Lionhead Studios, and Peter Molyneux especially, who we love because he's hilarious. So yes, a moment of silence for Lionhead Studios, please. Yeah, no, that's enough. Uh, enough of <laughs> we're, that. We're moving on to the... Moving, di- from moving, the dis- moving swiftly on. From the disappointment of Microsoft to... Sony, who have done the exact opposite with No Man's Sky. Yeah. It looks so good. <laughs> it does look pretty good. It looks good. amazing. I've seen, like, so much footage of it on YouTube. Oh, <laughs> it looks really beautiful. And the space combat looks awesome. Like, really well controlled, really well done. All the ships apparently feel really different. Mm. And they handle differently, and they actually fight differently, which is really important for me, because I'd, like, I really want... I have a massive envy now over anyone who has a PS4 and can actually play this game. So what I might do is save up a load of money just for like ages and then buy a PS4 just for No Man's Sky and play like just play the hell out of No Man's Sky and then once I've played it I'll just be like right I'm not going to use a PS4 other than like for playing The Last of Us Remastered and then I'll play that and then I won't use it until another game comes out on it and I'll just play Xbox One. But it looks so good. And, like, the procedurally generated worlds, they've actually released how that works. So what happens is you fly to the planet and you won't encounter other people. So it's not an online game. It's single Mm. player. But the universe is shared by everyone who plays it. So if you discover a planet, you get to name the planet and then you get to... Like, I don't know if you get to name it, actually. Do you get to name it? I, I think they mentioned something like that. I'm not sure. Uh, ben. I, or maybe it, was, it just told everyone else who discovered it. But Yeah, I think it just tells everyone else who discovered it. But I'm actually just going to do a quick Google search. 
other uh, internet other internet search engines are available. Um, I'm going to do a quick Google search um, to actually find out if I'm if I'm right in saying that you get to name the planet. So Ben, you talk for a second. Ah, uh, sure. I mean, to be fair, I haven't actually. You're going to be disappointed. I haven't actually had that much of a look at No Man's Sky, but what I have seen of it seems very promising, especially the. Spot planet. Just, uh, I think less <laughs> less of the exploration, and more the more the space combat and everything. Just. Yeah, it does look really good. Okay, so apparently, you do get to name the planets and the creatures that you discover just from this like little thing because oh, the, the yeah the yeah. school internet's blocked the website that I want to look <laughs> at. But you do get to name the planets and the creatures that you discover. And the name you choose to give it will appear in tiny text. Like, so small text. Oh, that's not going to end well. <laughs> no, I don't think it will. I think, like, the main I planets... I think planets like, will be fine. Yeah, yeah, I think planets, I think you'll be okay with. I don't know if you'll be creatures. able to... I, creatures. That's going to be a bit worrying. Yeah. But, like, I feel like so, like the main planets that you'll go to will already have names. Yeah. Like, the big ones that you'll start out by going to will yeah. have names. Like, the ones near the space stations, which yeah. also have... Fully rendered interiors, you can walk around in the space stations, which is awesome. And That's you can cool. blow them up and destroy them. <laughs> Jesus. You can destroy the space station, which in turn will have destroyed the space station for everyone. The space station will cease to exist in everyone's game. Well, I mean, if you're in the midst of destroying it and someone else is playing, like just wandering around the space station, it's just going to sort of. I think, I think what happens is when they, when they leave, oh, then they, when they come back, it won't be there. But yeah. um, I'm not sure how that works. But then you can go to a planet, discover a new species, and then people can come and look at your species and like mm. see that you discovered it, and then you can just kill all of them. And then there will be none of those left in anyone else's game, That's which cool. is amazing. And like when a planet's procedurally generated, you visit it, you land on it, you see all the sites and all that stuff, mm -hmm. and all the like key features of the planet saved, but the planet itself disappears when you leave it. So when you leave the planet and when it comes out of your view, it's gone. It yeah. doesn't exist anymore, but its details are saved on servers. Yeah, and then when you leave and you can come back and all the details about that planet have been saved. So if someone else has been to that planet and made like a species extinct, yeah. that'll have been saved as a detail on that planet and then, you know, the animal will be gone. That's fairly cool. And I think that's yeah. fair enough as well, considering you're not gonna be able to yeah. like process endless universes. Yeah. But and then like the small details like, oh, if you've gone into a cave or you've really miffed off that um You've really miffed off that researcher. It like that will be saved on your hard drive, but mm. that actually doesn't seem to amount to that much. Mm. So it actually doesn't seem like a massive game to play because you don't actually have to have that much data stored on your own hard drive. Yeah, which is really cool. Yeah, and there's going to be other races in the game that you can interact with. So there's other humanoid races you can interact with, and you have to. They have their own languages, which you have to learn, um, <laughs> but not like through yeah, actual yeah. learning languages. You like in game. You can decipher like things, and that's that will cool. put words on and stuff. And if you speak to them, they'll like it'll be yeah. like. I'm sure there will be people who actually learn the language. Oh yes, <laughs> I might even be one of those people that can get like one of those. You know, you can get like the Dover, the Dover font. Yeah, I might get one of those for all the languages in No Man's Sky, <laughs> which would be really awesome. But yeah, it looks amazing, and I'm so excited to actually play it just like once. I just really want to play it. Just somebody let me play their PlayStation Four and play No Man's Sky, please. In return, you can play the disappointment that is Halo 5 and not Fable Legends. 
<laughs> but, but I'll be crying for a different reason. I won't be crying because I'm enjoying the game so much. I'll be crying because the game is such a massive disappointment. Yeah, that's why I'll be crying at Halo Five for, not All because right. you know it's actually a good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Microsoft shots fired. Um, also, speaking of <laughs> speaking of shots fired, uh, yeah. <laughs> that's an awful segue, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> the division beta happened. I despised it. It was awful. I did not enjoy it. It was horrible. I played about three hours and went, nope. (laughs) No, I played like an hour and a half. Like walking around, it's quite nice to look at. It doesn't look as good as like the first footage we saw, which looked awesome. Mm -hmm. And then it's just gotten like slowly and slowly worse. Um, But, you know, it doesn't look awful. And I don't hate it just because I I don't like third person camera, which I don't. I don't particularly like third person camera at all. But I, you know, I like Mass Effect, which has a third-person camera. Um, yeah, you did get a bit scared in Fallout, though. Yeah, I did get a little bit scared once when it... <laughs> shut up. How do I change that? Yeah, it flicked from first-person camera to third-person camera. And since I hadn't been in third-person, I didn't know how to get back to first-person. I'd press something and I didn't know what... Panicking. I was really panicking. I invited Ben to my party. I was like, Ben, oh my God, help me. I need to get back to first-person. Help me. Oh, I can't handle this. All the third-person going in through my eyes. It's too much. And yeah, I managed to finally get back to third per- first person. And yeah, but the division's third person camera is far too. I'm not even going to get into it. I've got a review coming later. You'll you'll be able to hear that. <laughs> what about you, Ben? What, what were your big problems with it? Just it didn't interest me like much from the beginning. I was like, oh, New York. And I went and saw the Empire State Building. I was like, huh. Yeah, but that's all were, you want to look at. You that's just want to see. I you, went there for. you just want to see the Empire State Building and the Statue of Liberty, and maybe the Chrysler Building, and then yeah. you're done. I didn't even get that far. I was like, the Statue of Liberty's all the way out there, and I can't really swim, so yeah, <laughs> I just didn't. <laughs> yeah, like it just didn't seem like. I I will admit the first thing I did for like 30 minutes was like just walk around shutting car doors. Yeah, that yeah. that was probably the most enjoyable. Yeah. That is the best bit of this. I think if we get this game, yeah. we should. Ju- I think we should get it. Like and then and then go around shutting all the car doors on our server. (laughs) Just like walk around shutting the go into the dark zone, just shut all the car doors. We won't bother anyone, we won't shoot you. Of course not. And then we'll just like shut all the car doors and leave. Um, we won't even go for any of the loot or anything, we'll just shut car doors. Why are all the like there are so many open doors though? Why? Like it's Yeah, it's the apocalypse. You're not what's what's going on? It's a virus. You're not running away from it. Yeah, exactly. It's not a Yeah. It's, it's why are all the cars parked conveniently on the sides of the roads? Like, there are barely any cars actually on the road. I did quite enjoy the, um, if they were for parked, about ten seconds, <laughs> the ability. Yeah. I don't know if you saw the abilities. Some of them were quite, um... There was the ping was like one the grenade where... launcher yeah. thing. That... You could have one where you could, like, ping out the area and it would show you where all the... Yeah, that was pretty cool. And... That was only useful when you couldn't realise where the enemies were, like, all the time. Mm, yeah, because yeah, yeah. there were so many moving textures in like the backgrounds and stuff, which is impressive, but they all look identically brown as the as the like enemies. Yeah, uh, the grenade launcher was a bit okay. uh, with other players, to be honest. Because mm. I mean, if you think about other Tom Clancy games like uh, Rainbow Six and Splinter Cell, they're more realistic in that yeah, if you cough, get cough, shot, it's... Rainbow Six Siege. <laughs> if you get cough, shot, cough, far better <laughs> Tom Clancy game. Yeah. Like, if you get shot, it is a genuine problem. With this, I shot someone in the foot with a good sticky grenade, then detonated it, and they were just they like... They shrugged eh. it off. They were like, eh. I'm two levels higher than you, and I'll just shoot you in the head with my pistol. Yeah, it but just... My favourite one, though, was probably the ballistic shield. 
mm. which was just so cool to fold yeah. out suddenly. I'm, I've been looking at gameplay for the Division, because it's been released now, and I've been looking at gameplay of it, and there's hit detection, there's collision detection between players <laughs> in social just, spaces. Oh. Now, in normal like FPS RPGs, or FPS whatever they're supposed to be, now and FPS MMORPGs, just um, any RPG. Mamorpagas. Uh, there's not hit detection between players. Mm. So you can, like in Destiny, this is the only comparison I've got. When you're in the tower, you just sort of phase through other players that aren't in your fire team. Yeah. And all the doors are wide enough or high enough so that you can jump over someone if they're standing in the way. To be fair, I can't think of many doors in the social space. It's mostly just yeah. big open space yeah. and corridors, which yeah. is how it yeah. should be. But in The Division... You can stand in a doorway, and since there's no way of pushing you out of the way of the doorway, you will not be moved. You can just do a jumping jacks in the doorway, and just you'll be fine. You No one will move you. you. You can stand there annoying everyone on the server. But the best thing is, for the first mission, you have to go to this laptop, right? And with this collision detection, people can't get to the laptop. So what's happened is, whole servers are forming orderly queues to get to the laptop. <laughs> There, I, I saw some gameplay of like in-game chat, and it's just, dude, don't push in the queue. Dude, don't cut in. This is this is an important thing. Don't cut the queue. Dude, the queue is love. The queue is life. And like legit, there are like hundreds of people queuing at these like laptops just to get the missions. It's ridiculous. You don't have this stuff at Destiny. Like as many people as you want can crowd around the people because the laptop's not on a damn table. Like, it's not a laptop and it's not on a table. It's just a person and you can crowd around it. There's like a good 10 meter radius of which you can talk to this person. Just yelling at them from 10 meters away. Whereas the division, no, it's fine. We'll make hit detection with players a thing. Just mentioning Destiny and the division, you didn't happen to hear the, I think it was the GameSpot quote they wrote on the <laughs> Yeah, was it the, the Destiny Killer or something no, like that? No, uh, like I think that. it was the division blows Destiny out of the water. And the actual <laughs> quote was, the division blows Destiny out of the water with a certain amount of beta, like players or whatever it was, because they had so many more. <laughs> and they oh. were just oh. printed on the box, like, <laughs> implying oh, so this game is so much better. <laughs> oh, so it's just... I thought that's what they were actually saying, but apparently, according to you, it's just that The Division had more beta players yeah. than Destiny. Yeah, that's because The Division were <laughs> advertising their beta a lot more than Destiny. Yeah. Like, it's, that's just absurd. It was. It's quite funny. To it's, be it's hilarious, because the game <laughs> itself is appalling. Yeah. And I'm going, to, I'm going to just rip into it in the review section, because yeah. I have written a review, and it's horribly yeah. scathing. Um, we're going to move on to the next one before I start to get very angry. Uh All right. I'm going to take a little step back from the mic because you guys know what's coming when I say that. Doom. Did that pick up? Oh, God, I actually picked up on the mic. It did. Yeah. The new Doom game has its box art and it's horribly generic. Uh, the, the front box art is like the Doom guy just standing there looking angsty yeah. with a rifle. That's all it is. Yeah. It, it looks bad. It doesn't look very good. But the reverse cover-up for the inside slip looks awesome. <laughs> Yeah, it does look it's like cool. a, it's should... like a, like, you know, the first game's box art. It's just that, almost identical to that, but like a new sort of version of it. And it looks beautiful. I'm gonna buy this game. I don't care what age rating it is. I'm buying it somehow, and I'm gonna buy it. And I'm gonna take that game art out. And I'm gonna put that on my wall. Just a reverse one. I'm gonna put it on my wall. Yeah, it, my it, wall it... of nerd. <laughs> 
I mean, I haven't seen much for the new Doom game. But what I have seen, seen, which is the inside of the cover. I've seen inside (laughs) cover, outside cover, gameplay, screenshots. I showed you those screenshots. You did show me a couple of screenshots. Which look awesome. The trailer's out. There's a trailer for it, I think. And you can see that. And that looks awesome. Yeah. It looks like like Halo on drugs and set in hell. Which is amazing. Like a good Halo, may I add. Like Halo Halo (laughs) Reach. Not five, sorry. Excuse me. Just burped, sorry. Halo Reach on drugs in hell. That's a game I want to play. Oh, with no reloads and you're always sprinting. Because you will always be running away from something in terror and you will always be shooting it. It's yeah, great. It this sums is, up Doom. That's what that's what a Doom game should be like. Yeah. Like none of this like horror FPS sort of thing that they went with the last one. Just make me run around and shoot things that come from hell. I'll be happy. Yeah. That's, that's how it needs to be. Right. Now on to Onto a little gaming system that I talked about briefly a while ago. I can't remember exactly which episode I did it on. But the Coleco Chameleon, for those of you who don't remember, and for Ben, um, <laughs> it's, a, it's a console modelled on the Atari, 20, the Atari Jaguar, not the Atari 2600. That'd be really cool. Um, but no, it's modelled on the Atari Jaguar. Uh, yeah, if you can try and get it up. Yeah. Yeah, try and get up a screenshot of it. Um, and then what you can—it's essentially yeah, it plays—it plays cartridges because the makers of it were sick of DLC, so they just made it with cartridges instead. Um, yeah, so it looks exactly like the Atari Jaguar. It's actually—I actually think the casings are old Atari Jaguar casings. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, it looks like that, but without the weird controller. Um, yeah. So it—the controller actually is not that bad, um, but it was going to use only cartridges, no DLC. The games actually looked like. Like the games sounded like they could be good. Like things like Undertale could have been played on that because Undertale takes like nothing in your memory. Things like Shovel Knight. So like games like that could be played on this thing. And it looked like an amazing idea. It looks really good. And it's been delayed indefinitely. Uh, the Kickstarter campaign that was going to essentially be like for orders and stuff because they've got like the prototypes and stuff made. And the Kickstarter campaign would be like to generate interest in that in it. Um, and it looked really awesome, and they've delayed the Kickstarter campaign indefinitely because they want to quote unquote work on the prototype and develop more games for it, which means it might still come out, maybe. Yeah. It's it, got more hope than Lionhead. <laughs> yeah, it's got more hope than Lionhead, but it looks really good. I'm very sad about it not coming out because I actually really wanted a copy of this console. Like, this was the sort of console I really wanted. Um, but yeah, it. They want to perfect the prototype and further develop games. And it is looking less and less likely like we're going to see this amazing thing on the market, which is a real shame because it, it basically stole the show at the New York toy market uh, near Christmas. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, my God, this thing's awesome. I need myself one of these. And it just never, it's not yeah. probably I not I do kind of want to see something cartridge-based again. It'd yeah. be kind of cool. Yeah. I want to see how much you could fit on a cartridge now. I imagine yeah. it's quite a lot. I imagine because you've got like the smaller memory cards and stuff, you should be able to fit quite a bit on a cartridge. Yeah, but I mean, what's the disadvantage to that compared to this? No DLC. (laughs) No DLC? No DLC. I think that's pretty much it. I think you can store less on a cartridge, um, and cartridges are a little bit more bulky, but they've got that nostalgia factor. I love a cartridge. Like, I I still play my Game Boy Advance, and I play Game Boy Color games on it. Um, And it's awesome. I love it. Um, But yeah, I'm very sad this isn't coming to market. Uh, probably ever. <laughs> I had a f- I had a last story, but I'm gonna get rid of it because it wasn't any good. It's the 
the other thing I was yeah we're not gonna, we're not going to talk about that it wasn't very good it was just sort of a prospective game release and we're not going to talk about that because <laughs> I'm not excited about it um, so yeah yeah on to tech news let's go uh, let's let's delve in <laughs> to the to the pile of figurative imaginative leaves <laughs> that is the news of tech that I have assimilated. I am really great at these metaphors. I'm going to do these more often. Um, so, first of all, we're obviously going to be talking about the whole Apple versus the FBI thing. Yeah. I am fully on board with what Apple are doing. I don't know. I have absolutely no problem with what they're doing. Because essentially, what the FBI have been... They've been like, right, we want a program that can break into any iPhone or any Apple device yeah. that will allow us in to access that. Yeah, the FBI, the government's like security is not the most secure in the world. That's true. It can just be broken into, the hackers can get in, they'll take all of the bank details of the people who actually use their phones, they'll just be able to hack into anyone's phone and find out anything, if you have an iPhone, which yeah, is a no, lot of Yeah, no, I completely agree with you, though. Yeah. That, and, like, it, and then you've got people like Donald Trump, who've been like, oh yeah, you know, everyone boycott Apple. No one's going to do that, first of all. And second of all, all you're doing is alienating yourself from, you know, people who, first of all, have an Apple device, and yeah. second of all, anyone who's in business with Apple. Yeah. You're not making a smart move there, Donald. No. Um, but I don't think he's made any smart moves in his campaign. No, really. not many. No, yeah, no, insulting I mean... all ethnic minorities, uh, <laughs> any people of any race that isn't white American. Um, or, no, to be fair, um, America has elected its first black president. It's been there for eight years. Barack Obama's a legend. We all he love is him. pretty cool. And now they're about to elect their first orange president. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, man, the man whose eyes look so much like lips that if you swap them over, you wouldn't be able to tell the difference. Uh, Donald Trump. Um, I mean, to be fair, I don't think going on about boycotting Apple is going to really help his chances in any way. No. Like, I mean, think of all the people. that I, th- I mean, you shouldn't really base your votes on a company you like. But think of all the people that support Apple and stuff. Yeah. I bet there is one person in all of America that hates Apple so much that they're going to go, now I'm going to vote for him. Yeah. <laughs> you have not won any votes. <laughs> like, literally, the votes you've lost are, like, a lot. I'm doing a gesture with my hand. Like, that's gone, like, maybe a metre off the ground. <laughs> and then the votes you have gained is, like, one. And this is with my foot. It's, like, a centimetre off the ground. Um, I feel like I have to like verbally demonstrate what I'm doing here. <laughs> I look like an idiot. Um yeah. if that helps. Um but yeah. And no so essentially from Yeah, no different from normal. Um but yeah, Apple's really annoyed the FBI. They took it to court. I yeah. think the court ruling came through that you don't they didn't have to. Mm, I think that's yeah, what the court ruling so. said. They didn't have to because it was in a separate case as well and they did it. They've done this before and they were like, "No, no, it's fine. You don't have to do that because, you know, that's like privacy and stuff and you know, yeah. you don't have to." Um, but yeah, um, and people like Bill Gates have come out and said they don't really have any sort of, no, they don't have any opinion on it. They're just sort of like, okay, this is happening. That's fine. Yeah. Don't really mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, so on from Donald Trump being against Apple, which is quite a nice segue actually that I didn't plan. Yeah. Um, Donald Trump being horrible to Apple to everyone else being uh, horrible everyone else, to yeah, Donald everyone Trump. else in tech being horrible to Donald Trump. Yeah. Um, essentially Tim Cook, the leader of Apple, the the CEO of Apple, Um, Larry Page, the guy who co-founded Google, and Elon Musk, who's the owner of Tesla and SpaceX, along with loads of politicians, like Democrats and a few Republicans, I believe, Um, and like loads of other tech leaders and stuff, like the guy who owns Napster, I think, is there, and like loads of other people. That was just 
like the one that stuck in my mind. Um, and they've all con- come together, and they're all sat down, and they're like, right, we need to stop Donald Trump. He's going to make a mockery of the political system. Let's just stop him here. Um, so essentially, this is nerds getting together to beat up the jock. That's what this <laughs> is. That's what this is. It's like... That finally, it's like the Revenge of the Nerds. That's what this is. Yeah. <laughs> revenge of the Nerds. Um, if I had seen that movie, I would be able to reference it and like say one of the pranks that they would do to Donald yeah. Trump. But this is essentially what this is. It's Revenge of the Nerds. And I, like in my mind, all it is is like all these tech leaders and politicians have gone there and they're all like, right, we're going to beat him up behind the bright sheds. <laughs> we're going to take him up behind the White House. We're going to beat him up and then we'll leave him there to die. It'll be fine. Um, but yeah, apparently it's like a really serious conversation on like an island. Media have been banned from the island, um, like so no one knows what's going on. Um, but I genuinely can't say this is a bad thing. I think that uh, Donald Trump is a despicable. Any opposition being. to Donald Trump, I'm not going <laughs> to complain about. Yeah, I like when Donald Trump does become president because he will because Americans are stupid. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry, Americans. Like not all of you are stupid. The people who vote for Hillary Clinton are okay. The people who vote for Bernie Sanders. Yeah. you're my type of guy or girl you know <laughs> women can vote for Bernie Sanders too um, but yeah so essentially uh, anyone who votes for Donald Trump I'm not a big fan of yeah but I mean they'll be nice people I'm they'll, just not I a big mean, fan of your political I'm views sure there are a few, sorry <laughs> I'm sure there are a few people but the vast majority of they're just sort of ignorant they don't really know what he's talking yeah. about I yeah. feel like um, but yeah uh, like Donald Trump is not a very nice person um, so are we going to go on to the final tech story because we haven't yeah. got a lot of time left Let's we've got go. eight minutes to finish this um so this is like the most exciting bit of the tech news uh right now like at this very moment as we're recording this probably not as you're listening to this um yeah the there's an ai developed by google that is take is challenging the world's best player at a chinese an ancient chinese board game called go which is one of the few board games that computers cannot beat people at Mm. yet and this test was started at 1 p.m. today in South Korea, um, and it will go over five days, and it will see if this computer can beat one of the world champions at this Chinese board game, which the final board configuration can have any number of possibilities, and the number of possibilities that it can actually have is more than the amount of atoms thought to be in the universe, which is absurd. Um <laughs> So essentially, it's an attempt to make AI better than people at another game. Checkers went in 1994, chess in 1997, Jeopardy went in 90, in 2011, um, which <laughs> it took a long time for them to beat us at Jeopardy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, hopefully they won't, because I don't want Skynet to exist. Um, <laughs> That's how Skynet came into power. Yeah, yeah. Give you a game of go. Board games. <laughs> you got really fed up of board games and decided to bomb everything. Uh, Let's try a bit of Scrabble then, John Connor. <laughs> yeah, Skynet, the more you know. <laughs> how about Boggle? <laughs> yeah, that's how Skynet's going to be defeated. Just just John Connor there playing Skynet at Texas Hold'em. Bit of uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just Skynet playing John Connor at chess, and that's all it is. John Connor hacks into Skynet, breaks Skynet, so it wins at chess, and Skynet self-destructs. That's... That still would have been better than Terminator Genesis. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully it doesn't create Skynet. I really don't want it to. Please don't no, make Skynet. I, mean, I doubt it yet, yeah. at least. But it will be a really big step forward in terms of AI for this, for like for Google, because they've de- they actually like the one they're testing right now did beat another person at this game. Right. Like it's the first time it's ever beaten a person at this game. Yeah. And now they're testing it on a world like 
the one of the world's best players, mm. one of the best players ever at this game. And if it wins, this is ter- simultaneously terrifying and brilliant because it can now like combine all of the skills it needs to win this game. <sighs> now onto the only scripted section of the show, I believe. Yes. Reviews. Um, I'm going to leave the division beta one until last, so I leave really angry. Um, I'll start with a nice one, actually. Uh, we're going to go XCOM Enemy Unknown. First one, let's do this. Right, the XCOM franchise has a long and storied history, which has made the original classics, the originals classics in their own right. The deeply tactical gameplay and unforgiving difficulty means that these games are incredibly popular. And trust me when I say the new one holds up. Let's start with how the game looks. Short answer, looks really good. The gameplay is methodical and risk-based, but still fair. It, it looks like it's the sort of game you can play for hours on hours and not even notice. The risk-based combat makes it so that if one of your squad misses one shot at the wrong time, your whole squad could end up being massacred. But the game's unforgiving in the best of ways, so that it still feels like completely fair in what it's doing. Um, the gameplay loop of going out, killing aliens, coming back, developing your base and weapons and armor is addictive as hell. It makes for a really engaging experience. The flaws are just like tiny mundane things, like not too many maps and missions types to cycle through. So after a while, you'll be able to do most of the missions with your eyes closed. But even with that, it's still an excellent game, and I can't wait to play the sequel. 9 out of 10. And the sequel literally just came out as well, which is awesome. Yeah, I heard I really it. Really I've n- again, never played again, it. Again, it's, but... it's supposed to be okay. Yeah. Um, go on to the next one, because we, we really haven't got very long. We've got like four yeah. minutes. All right, let's um, go. Minecraft. Hold me down, hold me down, Ben. This is going to be a more angry review, but like not awfully angry. Just like yeah. this isn't a good game. I don't like this game. Um, okay, right. I might not be the audience this game was made for since it is a seven, um, but I can appreciate a good children's game. Lego. I'm looking at you. You make good games. Now I'm. I know there are fans of Minecraft, and I know that they really like the game. And I know there's a lot of people that really don't like Minecraft. And I'm not either of these. I'm just sort of in the middle. So we'll start with what I really liked about the game. For a start, I thought at times the world that you were playing in would actually be really beautiful, like watching a sunset from a treetop. Like, what's better than that? Um, yes, the things you can build are amazing. I built, a, I built a house in the side of a cliff that I found overlooking the sea that set out over the east, so it set out over the west side of the map so that you saw the sunset into the sea. It was amazing. Um, but for all that good stuff, I need some time to take out the trash. The gameplay is boring and repetitive. The amount of time... It, it's based on the amount of time you can tolerate doing boring, mundane, repetitive tasks for little to no reward. The combat's got nothing to it. There's no story to speak of. And don't even get me started on the unintuitive crafting system. I mean, how did people first play this game without using a wiki to find out what crafts into what? It's really just a playground which has been made for seven-year-olds and that's now populated by idiots whose only desire to wreck things that you've made and ploughed so much time into. Example, someone built a scale model of Denmark in Minecraft, like a completely two-scale model in Minecraft, which is amazing. Like, that's fascinating. It was useful, like, geography lessons in Denmark and all that sort of thing. Um, and you know what happened? Someone came along a few minutes and in a few minutes managed to blow the entire thing up with TNT and turn it all into one big homage to America of course and why did they do it because they could just because they could overall the game has it's really nice moments and like really good moments but there are really few and far between and amongst all the boring mundane garbage that pads out the more beautiful moments four out of ten yeah I think it is it's it's a good game but it's very overrated and it's fan base just makes it so yeah yeah. fan base makes it really annoying I spent a lot of time playing this game I'm not gonna lie I've, I've played a lot of this game like yeah. a good 20 hours but 
after that, I just got bored. Yeah, I agree. It does get yeah. quite repetitive. It gets really boring, like, towards the end. <laughs> um, finally, all right, Ben, I actually need you to hold me down now. <laughs> actually, come around the back of my chair and literally as, hold as my a, shoulders as opposed, down. As opposed to last time when you needed to be held down because of your in-between opinion. <laughs> yeah. No, this is one for realsies because I'm very angry about the Division beta and I will actually punch a cat. I won't, Internet, I'm sorry. What cats ever do to you? I don't know, I love cats. I'm sorry, Internet, I didn't mean to say that. I'll punch an attack dog, which are in this game. Um, wasn't this an awful letdown? Right, cast your mind back to when the first footage of this game was released, if you will. And remember how really good that footage looked. And then remember when the second bit of footage was released and everyone was like, oh, this looks a bit meh. Well, the beta is the third bit of gameplay we've seen. And guess what? It somehow looks worse. Not only does the game look like garbage for a AAA title, it plays worse than it looks. When it was debuted, the gameplay looked exciting and interesting. In practice, it's boring and poorly executed, and a complete mess of a game that's broken at its core. I can give you the secret to winning at this game right now, if you like. Find a bit of cover at the back of the room and spray in the general direction of the enemy. But there is one problem with this method. The enemy can be anywhere, and not in a good way. Their footsteps are completely silent meaning that they just sort of appear next to you whenever they feel like it. It's like some sort of weird floating entity. It's horrible. You know what this game's supposed to be? A third-person cover-based shooter. Now let me tell you why it fails at being a third-person cover-based shooter. The camera is way too far away from your character to be of any use, and this makes spotting enemies more difficult than finding a honey badger that doesn't want to rip your throat out immediately. The shooting is awful. It, you know, it goes to the GTA school of shooting. Essentially, it's a shooter where shooting is damn near impossible. And finally, the crappy cover system. Now, in a cover-based shooter, the idea is that you shouldn't be able, you shouldn't be out of cover because being out of cover is dangerous and you will die. Well, guess and being in cover is very safe. You won't die in cover. See, the trick with being in cover is you can't be shot in it. Well, guess what? I only died in cover somehow because it was possible to shoot right through it and hit me. All of these things combined with a boring, gen generic visual style, mundane cutscenes. A few days worth of download times, which make it, it just makes it a generic pile of turd. Let's just say I probably won't be buying this and launch unless it's just to go around closing all the car doors, which are inexplicably left open for no reason. <laughs> Not out of ten. <laughs> I completely. I mean, we've already been over this. This is a, it's oh. a horrible game. It's a mess. It, it's. I'm sure there are people out there who enjoyed it. Oh, but... there'll be people who love this game for what it is. Rubbish. Yeah. Um. But yeah, essentially, it's not very good. Don't play the game. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, all right. I so I think that's everything. Story. So again, thank you very much for listening. You know, we we love you guys for listening to us, like you five people that listen to us. Actually, no, we do have a few. We've got like quite a few subscribers, like in comparison to other channels on this. Yeah. On the master feed, we've got like thirty. 40, 30 to 40 30 to 40 I think we have now which is really great thanks guys it was 40 to 50 and then Tommy left <laughs> yeah then Tommy left <laughs> but yeah thank you so much for listening um, you can find us on Twitter at FCC 8 FM. Uh, you can find us on YouTube which is uh, YouTube youtube.com forward slash uh, uh, FCC uh, FCC uh, oh wait what is it I don't know Damn. good luck finding us yeah you can find us on YouTube <laughs> go listen to one of our last episodes we've got the link in like the final thing um, you can find the show notes uh, on FCC uh, FC fell from FM there we go uh, uh, youtube.com forward slash fell from FM just before I forget that and you can find the show notes at fell from FM dot com uh, and then you'll probably find the show notes assuming probably, probably hasn't assuming screwed up yeah assuming I haven't screwed up uh, so thank you very much for listening and uh Bye, guys. Have a nice life. 
Uh, we'll probably see you again if they let us make another one of these. Yeah. Bye. See ya.